Welcome to A Night With, the show where we invite members of the TF2 community to discuss the game and the people who play it. Tonight, we're on with Rob JSH, a quickly growing TF2 uh, Twitch streamer based out of the UK. Rob JSH, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. It's no problem. It's, I'm excited to have you on. Uh, fellow Twitch streamer, I mean, d Twitch does not do a very good job when it comes to advertising small TF2 streamers, as far as I can tell. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's pretty nice to be able to get a bunch of uh, small ones together to be able to do a show. And heck, maybe we get maybe we get some more followers out of it. Maybe people start to notice us more. That kind of thing. Um, yeah. For people who haven't, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, no, I agree. Uh, I think you could have just you could have probably just left it. At Twitch doesn't do a very good job, to be honest, and that would have been <laughs> that would have rang very true. It really doesn't, unless you're in that top percent or you're taking off your shirt during a stream. It's it's hard to get it's hard to get get it big on there. <laughs> yeah, to have the confidence for that. Uh, for people that haven't heard of you, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, yeah, I'm primarily a TF2 streamer. It's uh, what I've been doing for the last few years fairly consistently. I started, um, uh, England had a very intense lockdown during COVID and to pass the time, uh, I was working a very unfulfilling job. So I was like, I'm going to start streaming. Uh, and that's exactly what I did. I jumped into TF2 after taking a break for many years. I started playing when it went free to play uh, when I was about 12 years old or something daft. And wow. uh, jumped in, found my main in Soldier and I've just, I've been playing it pretty much every day since. So... That's, so been, that's my origin story. You've you picked it up all the way back then. Yeah, uh, oh I remember Yogscast made a video when it first went free to play. Uh, I was a little Minecraft kid. I followed uh, Yogscast and pretty much everything they did. And I remember specifically they made a video playing on a community server and all the mm. chaos and stuff like that. It made me run to my little office laptop I had as a twelve-year-old <laughs> and downloaded it immediately. It was my first ever PC game. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Wow, I, I'm kind of surprised that you've had it for like I, a lot of the people that I talked to kind of just bumped into it in the last few years. So, except for Jalon, who I had on a few episodes ago, and he's like, like an ancient old man. So I expected him <laughs> to. <get> it. <laughs> um, how many hours do you have in TF2? I've got three thousand five hundred hours in TF2. Three and uh, genuinely three thousand of those hours have come in the last few years since i've started streaming the game uh it's, yeah it's been a ride streaming streaming the game absolutely bumps up your numbers especially if you're streaming like a few times a week it just automatically goes up it's kind of crazy <coughs> i've seen a huge rise since i've started streaming every day um and so when the you said that it was the yonks cast that made you initially pick up tf2 yeah the community yeah. server was anything was it a specific community server that's like still around or i don't think i don't remember that many details i've just got a very vivid image in my head of lewis playing on medic and me thinking that that was an offensive class and what he was doing was actually hurting enemies so Is all i saw was this... medic? no he was he was healing another person but i didn't okay. quite grasp that as a child <laughs> um, I thought he was genuinely going hard on this tractor beam locked onto enemies, and I was like, well, "I can, I can do that. I can, I can, I can, I can do I really can hold well with one. this." Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you've been playing all the way back since then. How much has TF2 changed since you started playing? 
drastically. I mean, we're not, sadly, we're not in that age where we get the regular updates anymore. But I was looking, lucky enough to be part of that player base that saw um, so many of these items being added to the game, seeing playstyles change. Every update, you'd see Junglin Murder, for example, when that came out, if you could find a server that had less than 12 pyros, um, you, you were very lucky. And you just don't see that anymore, particularly. Everyone kind of sticks to their main using meta classes. You get the occasional um, person messing around, which gives me life. There's still a bit of goofiness left in the game. But that has definitely dropped off since uh, it was particularly active and in, you know, in the gaming sphere more so than it is now. When it comes to balance, how much... So, like, when you're diving deep into specific classes and weapons, <clears throat> have there been any classes that are, like, throughout the years have just absolutely started to dominate back from when they were not so powerful? Or vice versa? Uh, they've always been fairly balanced, in my opinion. I, I'm not of the... I'm not of either camp of the sniper is OP you know sniper mm -hmm. is fine i can you deal with it because that's just what the class is you, you get used to it but for me particularly as a soldier main um i'm very biased against heavies <laughs> against heavies against heavies they absolutely ruin my life um and not particularly because i've gotten any stronger over the years or but people are getting a lot better at the game the game's been out for about 14 years mm -hmm. and this class that back in the day maybe was when there was Especially when there's freezer players flooding in, not knowing what they were doing. This slow lumbering class uh, has turned into just a nightmare for me personally. <laughs> I was I was initially going to be like, what? But come on, soldier takes care of it. But then I made trolger, and so I was like, oh, you know what? I think I I think I get it. Mm -hmm. I, you just avoid it as much as you can when you're playing any sort of. Yeah, they lock down areas, and I'm a avid rocket jumper big fan of rocket jumping mm -hmm. and market gardening as well i've got market garden enthusiast in my twitter bio yeah. um, do you do you have a strange yeah. gardener i do strange what's what's, what's, the um, what's the count um currently we're on 1500 i got it a few months ago so i'm not Damn. doing too bad that's not doing I, too bad i we you know what we gotta do we gotta do a we gotta get onto a like jump. an mge like like yeah <laughs> trollger mge and it's one of my favorite things to do ever I, that, that would be like a ton of fun. I, it, there might be a little bit of lag to compensate for, but we will we'll okay. have to plan that. I mean, come on, if you're if you're playing a trollger duel and you're not lagging, then you're doing something. Then it's wrong. not right. Yeah, no, absolutely <laughs> correct. I've got like I've got pocket Americans that I call up when the EU servers are starting to die late on a night. Pocket um, Americans to get yeah, pocket Americans <laughs> to jump into a party with so I can get put on the Virginia servers. So I, I don't think I'm too bad on the uh, on the ping. Oh my goodness! So you said you said that you main soldier. Um, mm -hmm. how much time do you have in that class? Um, about 800 at the moment, but I've reset. I, when I came back to the game in 2017, mm. um, I reset my hours to have to, for my opinion, to have a more realistic uh, interpretation of my skill. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought at the time. I really regret it now because yeah. I've lost a lot of those uh, like sort of memories from whatever I used to do back in the. I can't remember what class I used to main back in the day. If I ever, if I even did main a class. Um, but at the moment, it's it says on there about 800, 850, something like that. 
Wait, and then the wait. next one is Demoman with about 70. So that's like what, that 70. Gives you an idea. Wow, what a steep drop off. I, <laughs> yeah. I thought that I had a pretty steep drop off, but then I kind of went back and looked at it and I was like, oh, wait, no. Like, Soldier, I definitely have the most hours in, but like, Sniper is kind of right behind him. So it's it's very interesting. I Heavy is my least favorite class to play as. And. It's, like boredom or yeah bottom well it's it's just i i despise being slow movement is the best part of this game and when i don't have movement it's it feels yucky feels really there it's why i it's why i keep coming back to the game i try things like apex legends or i try Mm -hmm. other quote-unquote movement shooters and it just doesn't feel right the physics in tf2 because probably stockholm syndrome but they just Mm -hmm. feel perfect have you ever played Overwatch? I played Overwatch two for the for like the first few weeks it was um, it released. Okay, and it was fine. I had an okay time. That's but probably it's very competitive, and that's not very me. Absolutely, that's that's probably the game that I go to when it's like I like movement shooters, and this is the game that pretends to be a movement shooter there's like a class it's called wrecking ball i'm sure you saw a bunch of hamsters yeah, yeah. rolling around mm-hmm. and it's like oh yeah that's the cool one that's the one that can like go so fast and like swing around and do crazy stuff but that's what the game wants you to do and so they can like stop your movement if they just decide to but yeah, in tf2 this... it's like you can you can trimp like crazy and it's just your skill that is how high you can go. Yeah. People compare it to uh, Overwatch TF2 just because they're both class-based shooters, I think. They have yeah. plenty of differences between them. You can't, you're not going to be running, you know, uh, queuing up, not queuing up, but jumping into like a jump server on Overwatch. It's just not that type of game. Yeah, um, it's, it's totally physics. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's a good, it's a fair enough game. I enjoy watching people, like watching people play the game. Uh, oh, really? But yeah, I got on like a big YouTube rabbit hole of watching some pros play and seeing how it all runs. Um, but yeah, just not for me. <laughs> not for me is, at all. That is completely valid. I, I'll take my, my game where my medic wants to kill the other team instead of the mercy that's like, I'm, I just want to be friends. And <laughs> that's my that's my favorite comparison between the two like you've got medic tf2 who's like i one of his voice lines is i healed the man who's gonna kill you and mercy is just like it's it, ever like heroes are heroes are good <laughs> we know heroes are good do heroes something never die heroes never die F- fucking no are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's we, so funny because as soon as you said that all I had like the image that pops into my brain was a medic running at me with an ubersaw knowing he's going to get a crit <laughs> because that thing has a 99% crit rate and me panicking and missing all of my rockets even though he's point uh, point blank I I used so I just started to like get into medic and I was like I was playing in a in a in a in a shoot what was it was it dust bowl I think it, dust bowl is a super choky spammy one right yeah, I tend to avoid it. Uh, the smaller yeah. maps aren't my thing, but if, if you're trying to have like a, you've got like a crits medic behind you or something like that, and you're trying to have a great time, it's a it, great, it's a good map for that. Exactly. I was I was playing medic for the first time in a long time, and usually I run the vaccinator because that thing is broken. Oh, you're one of those. Oh, well, no. okay, I was, I was, I was, but 
that day I was just like, eh, I'll put on a Kritzkrieg. And I was like, okay, I can <gasps> it. whoa. And then all of a sudden, like, we were doing crazy good. And I was like, wait a minute. Is this how it feels to play Medic? <laughs> <laughs> Roll the lazy purple video. I know. Yeah. And, and, I totally get it. Like that's absolutely. So I'm. I'm. I think I'm gonna be picking up more medic from now on. But my my main point was the the for that whole game. I was not using the Uber saw. I was using the amputator because that that's interesting. Is so much fun. It's is that like the one with the heel taunt on it. Yes. Yeah. It's like it's like how well can you position yourself? To be able to heal your entire team like crazy right it's it's obviously yeah. it's it's not as good as the uber saw but if you know how to use it i feel like it's a very good contender for being an okay weapon to use yeah i quite often run into people who've maybe just got the amputator dropped in like a random weapon drop mm. and they're just spamming that thing anywhere they stand and you, you see them stood still and they very easily die <laughs> but when you get when you get a good medic and they know how to like resource manage like that, uh, it's a thing of beauty. Absolute I think it's awesome. I oh, my, I got my computer's just uh -oh. died. Question mark. Oh no, it's back. Okay, hello. <laughs> that's the that's the 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 a night with effect. Your computer says <laughs> I'm way too bored. I'm gonna kick the bucket. Um, so we were talking about a little bit about map. Uh, you don't like you don't like the small type map. You like the big open maps. Which map yeah. is your favorite, and which map is your least favorite? Uh, Borneo or Swiftwater are my favorites. Big. I love Payload. I mm -hmm. adore Payload. In fact, my least favorite is probably a King of the Hill map, or it's Dust Bowl. I'm trying to think of a <laughs> King of the Hill map that I can't stand. Harvest. People love Harvest because it's basically DM. It's basically Deathmatch, yeah. isn't it? People yeah. just all out impact. So I can respect it. But Dust Bowl, I think the game has evolved to a point now because Dust Bowl was one of the first maps they made, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Okay, it was <clears> release. <throat> like, I'm pretty sure it was in the mod pack before it, right? That was like Maybe. In, in the Quake mod. Maybe it wasn't. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, it. genuinely. I wouldn't be surprised if it's in Team Fortress Classic as well. Mm -hmm. Um it's just yeah it's too choky random crits make it so you can't stand anywhere and i like random crits but i understand that there's downsides to them as well mm -hmm. um it's i just it's never fun for me as that's, someone that that's totally fair yeah that's absolutely fair um do you are, what is your what is your opinion on harvest i'm gonna i'm gonna come down on you for this one <laughs> sure oh uh, I think it's dominated by very long sight lines. So if I'm trying to jump about, especially okay. with those lovely curved rubes that you can sort of surf off, mm -hmm. one of the very few maps where Jerf actually comes into play, I'm just very much shut down by maybe like sweaty snipers. Not to judge anybody, of course. Well, uh, yeah. and it is purely a skill issue. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I, that's I the to have a bad time. That's got to be the market gardening space though like besides high tower and maybe two for okay i like two fort for market gardening but i mean harvest is a pretty good one if you're just going around market gardening people right yeah definitely i've had some in my opinion very very impressive gardens on the map because it's not too big where to, in order to get an impressive garden you have to like speed shot halfway across the map uh, mm -hmm. a la like upward 
or a bad water. Exactly. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Definitely good for market gardening. <coughs> which, um, <coughs> excuse me, which class is your favorite to play against? And which is your least favorite to play against? My favorite to play against is a competent pyro. Um, mm-hmm. It When I'm streaming, TF2 can often feel like it's just in the background. I kind of go into um autopilot while i'm while i'm chatting and having a laugh with my chat and things like that and trying to make the community feel nice and comfy for new people yeah but when i get into a game against a pyro that knows what they're doing i I feel like i go into that sort of gamer mode um having to actually time rockets is a lot more fun to me than just mindlessly clicking or if on the once in a blue moon i'm running a, a shotgun and they're cocky with their air blast and i pull out a shotgun and they run away that's just it just gives me a lot of pleasure (laughs) (laughs) i love it absolutely love it uh least favorite class against yeah it was heavy it's heavy it's too tanky can't can't deal with it especially like if their aim is good i've I've got no chance their aim is good they have that pocket medic that that just logged onto the game and watched running a vaccinator yeah all running the vaccinator that's why you got the shotgun right that's why I got the shotgun. So I got the shovel. I do often try to to not shovel, market gardener. That's why I, was, I do yeah. try and garden uh, Vax medics. There's no resistance against that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they die to that right away as long as they don't have a little bit of overheal. Um, uh, so when it comes down to soldier balance, do you believe that there are any weapons of his that deserve reworkings? I would like the Liberty Launcher to be changed slightly. I think the... Uh, again it's another thing which where i don't like heavy for i can't you can't run a liberty launcher when there's a heavy on the other team Mm. um it just doesn't it doesn't the damage output isn't there uh even with five rockets it's you'll you'll leave them with a third of the health left even if you hit all five um i like the faster rocket speed i like how you take less damage off rocket jumps and i think it's a nice in between from rocket launcher to rocket jumper is to bang on the liberty launcher so you still got that sort of um method of damage if you miss your garden or you're not running a shotgun or or whatever um but it's just too weak far 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 too weak i find mm. myself relying on either like picking off kills that i didn't deserve or maybe once in a blue moon wanting a random crit i mean i'm not gonna say no to one that's when it <laughs> kind of comes in good <laughs> but yeah i'd like to see the liberty launcher change a little bit what about when it comes to <clears throat> when it comes to secondaries? Are you a are you a righteous bison stan? No, but my housemate is. Um, you might have heard of. He currently owns the most righteous bisons in the game. He is the righteous bison collector. What the hell? He even bought. Yeah, he even bought a life size model of a righteous bison. His name is. It's definitely Matt. It's another Team Fortress Two streamer. Uh, it's definitely. It's definitely. It's definitely Matt. Matt. Is that with two T's? Yes. Okay. I will take a look into him because I need to talk to a person who owns the most. Um... Oh, definitely have a chat with him. <laughs> Righteous he's a, he's, a, he's a great guy. Um, well, that's why I live with him. So, <laughs> no. Secondaries, I pretty much stick to gunboats and shotguns. But I am a big... I have a soft spot for the conch. I like that f- movement speed. Being able mm. to just zoom around. It aids in rocket jumping um and well not i don't i'm not the type of person that runs about with a medic um yeah i like to i like being a flank soldier i like roaming and getting in the back lines and very often i'm running to health packs probably a third of my gameplay is running back to health packs um so the, the conch is fantastic for that 
I absolutely agree. I <clears throat> I've probably spent a third, mm, maybe not that much, a fourth of the time that I've played TF2 on two fort. Uh, the conch. Nice. <laughs> thank you. The conch is definitely the best one for that, as long as you're not actively playing a trolder. In yeah, my I'd... opinion, because there's no health anywhere. There's two spots where health is, and it's like um, you're not the, walking around yeah. there. Otherwise, it's jumping back to spawn, which can get really tiresome after a while. Yeah, those are those are for the nights where I'm completely zoned out. Definitely haven't drank like three shots, and you know, <laughs> I'm yeah, of sound mind. Yeah, I do like a few beers when I'm playing TF2, especially uh, especially on stream. That's when it does get quite funny. <laughs> I should, I haven't done that before. I haven't done a drunk stream, but I absolutely should sometime soon. Oh, definitely. Just make it some kind of like uh, incentive, like maybe like a follower goal or something like that. It's uh, <laughs> something. Yeah, make it not only beneficial to your mental health by having a good time, but for the stream's health too. Yeah, not so yeah, much for the liver health. No, well, no one needs to think about that. um you uh so then game balance wise as it in a whole as a whole um yeah you have three things that you can change in a new update that's coming to tf2 what are those three things three things that i would change in an update Uh, i changed the pyro's air blast to be back how it was so you can strafe out of it again that's that really bothers me um i would change the reach on a few of them a few melees there's a few melee weapons um that no, i understand the islander having that extra reach it's a it's a long sword at the end of the deck it, it makes sense but the disciplinary action it's got like a longer reach than the islander and mm-hmm. the scotsman skullcutter shouldn't have it because it crits a million percent at the time um there's that a third a third one huh yeah I think there should be less sticky bombs in a sticky bomb launcher because the spam maybe not not like a drastic amount less but i i'm a big fan of the quickie bomb launcher and four is enough to to really dismantle a team and being mm-hmm. able to just have eight is it's ridiculous you have eight and then the extra four grenades in the in in the in the clip yeah. of the Raglan. yeah maybe That's... to balance that i'd give the grenade launcher its ammo back because they took a lot of its reserve ammo away didn't they in, in I do not update. remember. Yeah. I I never play Demo Man, and when I do, it's Demo Knight. So, yeah, it's a nice one. It's all about movement. It's it's interesting that you like the the Quickie Bomb Launcher the best. I personally, my favorite one is the Scottish Resistance. You but interviewed a bloke that uses the Scottish Resistance. I did. Uh, I did Drazadel. Yeah. That, that was... was interesting listening to that guy because I never see anybody use that weapon. Really? This yeah, is... not even not in casual. Not I don't know anyone that likes it. Drazadel. Drazadel yeah. is a freak of fucking nature. Um, <laughs> he, I've never ever ever seen some like I like the Scottish Resistance. That's the only one that I'll use. But, but that's the only weapon he uses <laughs> in the whole game. It's if if for the for the listener if you haven't watched the Dreisadel interview i highly recommend it he that dude has something different with the with the scottish resistance i personally just like it because that game style like it i guess i wouldn't call it camping i'd call it like traps that feels fantastic someone walks onto your thing boom they're dead that's yeah how i like using sticky bombs personally uh, i like to think that's how the devs initially intended for demo man to be 
is that's the, what I thought too. like a, a trap a trap layer He's that's what it's like in in meet the demo yeah exactly but if someone if a friend or a viewer said to me because i i hadn't heard of this guy before you interviewed him Mm -hmm. And it came up to me and said, I've just found this guy and he's a one trick for the Scottish Resistance. I wouldn't have believed you. <laughs> How can you be a one trick for the Scottish Resistance? It's like, it's it's a it's a fine weapon, but it isn't great. It's like saying it's like it's like saying, oh yeah, I I only use Liberty Launcher. It's like that. Yeah, that guy doesn't like, exist. Why? That guy yeah. definitely doesn't <laughs> exist. And if you do, if you're out there, please let me know because I want to have a chat. <laughs> I want to have I'll, a small talk with you. I'll do a little bit of research on it because if there is a guy that is just running Liberty Launcher constantly, I'll. He's got to be somebody to talk to. He's got to have an interesting personality. I can kind of see it work. Maybe like a buff banner. Maybe. But then I'm, he's getting the damage to charge the buff banner, and it does no damage. But yeah, no. I could kind of see him using the the. Uh, what's the like? weapon set that that came with it was oh, reserve the, shooter reserve shooter yeah and then and the market it? gardener yeah that gardener. was the uh that that was could, the it, i mean that got a little bit of synergy you could jump around more i guess but and jump you take less damage try and rely on random bullet spread for those mini crits if you uh, knock yeah. someone up no yeah problem. that's my i'll tell you what i'm gonna do that on stream next time i'm gonna see how well that actually works out whether the weapon, weapon set is worth With, using when, when are you going to stream next? I'm streaming tonight, um, a little bit later. I'm going out for a little bit for a few drinks. And okay. Then I'm going to be back for a late stream. Well, late for me, it'll be like a normal time for you. If I if, <laughs> if I happen to be in at the time, I would love to join you for that and Absolutely. see what we can that do with great. the Liberty Launcher. I've, I've definitely used it a few times because I'm like, hmm. What the fuck? I'll try it. But I've never managed to get anything good to come out of it, I don't think. Yeah, I have those moments on stream where I need to change. It's like, oh, okay, I'll handicap myself, essentially. <laughs> and I'll, I'll try and use this weapon. And, it, you know, it's fine. But it's just not what I think it, what a five rocket rocket launcher could be, I think. I, I agree. It's it's not worth... Because the, the stock rocket launcher is crazy right like that yeah. is yeah, yeah. such a good weapon it there's no reason to use the liberty launcher over then but who knows maybe there's a fun gimmick that we can do um so let's let's change gears over to your twitch channel um specifically because that's the one that you seem to be the most active on um, yeah <clears throat> you've got three thousand followers uh i hit that recently yeah very very pleased with that very how pleased. how long have you been streaming in general um, oh we could go right back to the start when i used to make youtube content when i was about 12. that's when it all kind of like the i want to say i wasn't passionate back then it wasn't a passion it was like a hobby mm -hmm. um that's when it all started when i wanted to start making content online and then fast forward a few years i started streaming again at 16 and then fell off and then this this stint under the name rob jsh i started in 20 was it 2022 now yep. for four years so 2018 is uh when i started streaming and and picked up team fortress 2 again so i came back to streaming and back to tf2 at the same time okay okay that makes sense uh how how is the growth on twitch been for you it, it's it's all about what you make of it in my opinion um so when i first started streaming i didn't know anybody i was streaming different kinds of games i wanted like 
player unknown battlegrounds was one of them i remember streaming in fortnite and things like that and i very quickly realized that games that were that oversaturated with um not only streamers uh, well no, well streamers bigger streamers anyway um you were competing with 400 500 different people or mm -hmm. whatever and you were at the very bottom of that list no one is scrolling it's like going to page two on google nobody's doing it <laughs> um and then I checked out the TF2 page and I saw it was a very tight community of like a ballpark, maybe thirty people streaming at the at the times that I like to stream. Um, so so I I went and I started and you get your diehard people come in. Oh, the computer's doing the thing again. Um, yeah, just you get your diehard people come in, and uh, yeah, and then it's all about sort of creating not only a community of viewers a community of your own community but mingling with other streamers who then well uh, so obviously twitch has the raid feature and the hosting feature mm -hmm. so you make friends they raid you you start to share viewers you get larger together and then you start rising up the ranks of those viewerships and you start being closer to the top which is a lot easier on the tf2 page and then you start getting a few of your own viewers who then you then raid other people do you know what i mean it's a big network yeah um so the, the growth part as long as you are sociable enough um and you know you've got fairly good quality content i mm. think is easier than it would be on youtube um or you know making youtube videos because that is all up to an algorithm where in twitch you kind of can mold that to your own specifications yeah i think i agree it's <clears throat> it my my growth on Twitch has been kind of odd because it started out really fast. Like, you know how you can like become a follower or sorry, yeah. not a follower, um, affiliate, an affiliate, yeah. And then after that is partner and Twitch. If you're listening, um, becoming becoming a an affiliate is like not the hardest thing in the world. Becoming no. a partner is like nearly impossible relative to it. Especially like that's like, like top one percent shit oh my god yeah like the at any number at any moment in time typically tf2 unless there's a big youtuber that's streaming tf2 it has like around 250 viewers or something like that hovers around mm -hmm. 300 maybe mm -hmm. and how like how are you going to be able to pull people back into that like, how, how are you going to take people from the people that they're watching, which they probably already really like, mm -hmm. unless they're, like, just ending their their stream or whatever? It's it's very odd. But so becoming becoming a partner, uh, not partner, um, an affiliate, my channel started out and I got affiliate in a week. Wow. That's very impressive. Because I just went nuts. I was like, I, it was like COVID, so lockdowns were at their highest, whatever. But I was like dude we're getting it in a week i right now we're gonna get it and then i got it and i was like nice great and then the growth just kind of stopped which i figured would happen because you stop going hard on it and then it slows down yeah of course uh, people don't have as much free time um, yeah but through that you can kind of learn when to go hard with the streaming consistency is very very important yes. i grew as fast as i did because i was streaming every day in lockdown i was yep. always there Whenever someone wanted to watch a stream, my stream was available. But then, you know, you go back to work and it, it, it slows down and people drop off. It is what it is. But mm. from that, you can kind of use that information like, oh, when are the school holidays? Because a lot of your viewers are a little bit younger, so they're in school, university, etc. 
so mm -hmm. that's when you go hard again and, uh, it's definitely a learning experience um to I, know your audience really i agree it's I, i've been keeping up with the whole like streaming everyday schedule for like a month and a half now maybe two months that's very that's very impressive it's um, it takes it out of you not to, not in a bad way it's yeah it's creatively fulfilling but it's incredibly draining at the same time it is very draining there's there are some nights where i'm like dude tonight's just not gonna be a good stream but then you get on and it's like and you have a great just, time yeah yeah yeah, yeah it, you have a great time and then sometimes you're like pumped up all day and then you get on stream and you're like oh my gosh there it goes <laughs> there's energy uh, yeah um I'm glad that's a universal experience. I'm pretty sure it's a universal experience anyway. I hope so. If there's someone that can stream every single day and feels great every single day, then I feel I like they've got other stuff then. going on. Yeah. yeah. I want to know their secret. What are you smoking beforehand? Or like, that's, <laughs> there's got to be something. <laughs> if Twitch uh, asks, nothing. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Twitch, I, I promise I am not, <laughs> I'm not, not doing heroin before a stream. Just a gamer just a massive game <laughs> uh and then it's the audience too right the audience really pours into your energy i remember so the first big raid that i ever had done to me i was it was during face it you remember that you remember the yeah big... yeah i yeah. was one of the ambassadors for that and i was uh, too uh, crash and bird lovely i love it i love that i face it if you're watching make a good fucking platform then maybe then maybe <laughs> maybe people will like playing it had, on it it had so much potential but they messed it up i won't go into it too much because i like a lot of the people that worked behind the scenes on face it like yeah like short guy um but they really fumbled the back i think the, the issue is the, the, their advertising promises were this is casual without bots it's perfect it'll be perfect you'll you'll be able to play your favorite game whenever but who is going to flock to a competitive company or a, a company that makes competitive servers it's going to be competitive people that those were probably some of the sweatiest games that i've ever played oh yeah i think the intentions were were there but then when you add a currency system where you can buy real items mm -hmm. that are worth money that competitive nature comes through in people because they yes. saw it as an opportunity to either make money or have cool items um, Absolutely. they could have they genuinely could have just removed the ranking I don't, why there was a ranking system in casual i don't know um <laughs> remove that remove this like point shop thing and their customer service wasn't very good um i no. had to i had a face account from ages ago when i used to play csgo and uh i they you, in order to change your name you have to pay money it's like old xbox what? live type type things yeah so i was still under this old alias while trying to build the face it community under as rob jsh and it was very embarrassing because people would then find that name and then find some things with, that were still on the internet from when i was 15 16 and it was like oh here we go <laughs> oh embarrassing memories funny like a good opportunity for content but yes. it's was, uh, it was a headache for no reason <clears throat> without a doubt the it, the only good thing that I really saw coming from it that was like obviously getting more people to play the game that's fine I, 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 I honestly don't think that it was getting people to come back maybe because that was kind of a peak of the bot crisis um, yeah the, yeah it was the right time to, to launch a new platform absolutely everyone was looking for a way to play and they had one yeah uh, it, and so I'm I'm sitting there playing I was okay so again this is COVID time so I was playing on stream for like eight hours a day it was very unhealthy um <clears throat> but, but in a full work shift 
I know. Sometimes I think that my longest stream ever was like 15 hours, and it. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm not doing that anymore because, goodness, I would burn out. Like, well, I wouldn't be able to eat because I have a real job too. Um, That's but, the one. So I was I was playing the game, uh, streaming, and I was like kind of tired, but I was still a little into it. And then all of a sudden, talking about talking about audience pumping you up, I get raided, and I was like, oh, that's a fun sound. And I look over to see who it is, and it just, just so happens to be a Ray Seven, like raiding with two hundred and fifty people or something. I was like, whoa, hi everybody, how's it going? And like the adrenaline rush that hit was like nobody's it's business it's incredibly addictive yes and, and I, that's when i was like okay i want to be like i want to stream this feels this awesome is, this is what i want to do i want to be able to do that for other people i want to reach that size and make other people feel incredible i want to yes. make the friend i want to make these friends that are also doing really well on twitch and that is my personal motivation is to be able to get to a point where i can also help other people out um, mm -hmm. because i've had so much support of people through my little stint of streaming um, especially when it's a big YouTuber, someone that you've looked up to um, in the past that have just randomly come across the stream gone, yeah, I like this guy, I'll raid him. Uh, yep. It's a, it's a feeling that you can't quite describe other than just, yeah, the adrenaline. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a mix of being starstruck and, like, thankfulness, which is a very odd mix. It's like, oh my gosh, that's a, that's a huge name. I love that. And they're giving me, like attention and viewers and like people are like looking at my channel now that's got to be one of the best feelings in the world uh, for a streamer i guess Definitely. um <laughs> uh, goodness that was probably the biggest aside i've ever done um <laughs> how so <clears throat> your your twitch stream growth your twitch channel growth how has that led to increased stress during your streams it did at one point. I had to take a small break. And it's getting yourself into a mindset where even though you're growing and you're doing well, is to not treat it like it's a job. Because with with the affiliate thing or the partner thing, whatever you are, however you're making money on Twitch, when money gets involved, you feel a certain stress as to, as to go even harder, make even more money, do mm -hmm. this and that and whatever. So I had to take a step back. Um, this was probably a year a year into doing the everyday streaming thing i took a step back i was like okay i need to actually go and live a regular life as well because my social life completely dropped off the face of the planet between a full-time job and the and, and and streaming every day was this during covid um, too or is this post that would have been just after covid yeah okay. definitely um so there was definitely that stress for a little while but it's it's a very it's a stress that you can't talk you can talk to other streamers about it, but people that don't quite, that don't do the content creation thing, think, "Boy, you're just playing video games. How can it be stressful?" Yes, yeah. it can be more than that. The community management, being there, and being this presence in your community, and trying not to fall off the face of the earth, um, puts a lot of pressure on someone. You, you are basically the head of your own organization as a streamer, and you need to be seen, and you need to be heard, and and working hard, um, just as much as you would a normal job, really. Uh, but yeah, it's just about taking that step back, realizing that it is a fun little hobby that you're doing. It's not too serious. You're putting smiles on faces and to just let it be pleasurable rather than stressful. Um, but it is, like I say, a complete mindset change. 
I agree. I think that that I think that helps a lot too with your the quality of your content at the end of the day. Like if you are having fun, your audience is gonna feel that, and then the, the whole stream is just gonna be more fun. The it, second that so, it's like yeah. I'm working with numbers, I'm saying the things the that will get people following. It's like nobody even wants to watch that. People can see right through it. They're like, well, yeah, that's, that's the assuming they're do. like over ten years old, I guess. I personally don't like when people put subscriber counts on the screen, unless that is their full-time job. If you know streaming is their full-time job and they've got the sub count on the screen, that's how they make their money. Understandable. It's motivation for the viewers and stuff like that. And especially mm -hmm. if there's like a goal to reach at the end of it. But when there's just a small stream who, you know, they're maybe just getting into it, having your sub count on the screen really turns me off because it tells me they're all just about the money. And really? not, they're not about the building of that uh, community first. It's like they've skipped a step a little bit in uh, in their content creation process. That's They're interesting. I uh, So my stream has a sub goal on it. Actually, it, not only does it have a sub goal, it's got the like a follower count, sub count, mm -hmm. cheer count, tip count, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've never looked at it as, as a... Uh, as a, as a way of showing like monetization but you're right that's definitely coming across in it yeah i guess that's the about, reason yeah most people Good. probably don't mind it's just a, my very cynical viewpoint of it i guess ah. because i'm not that kind of person that's fair i i definitely do think that so like i i don't do twitch as a job i don't view it as a job necessarily it's it's a hobby that i kind of need to make money back on at the end of the day because i've i mean my setup is very eh. i mean it's it's professional i i professionally make studios so of course i do that at home um Play. and while that does lead to like a good a good stream layout it also obviously costs money to do it so yeah <laughs> it's 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 definitely interesting uh when it comes to uh, when it comes to like strategies for outreach, like the networking that you were talking about earlier, what mm -hmm. have you have you taken any like specific steps in doing that? What what, what was your process for for networking with Twitch? Uh, there wasn't one at first. It's just I didn't really know what I was doing when I first started streaming. I don't think many people do unless you've researched it before and you're smart and you do research and you watch other streams and things like that but yeah. i really just jumped straight back into it again like uh back in the day i would uh, uh speed run dark souls and things like that so i had some kind of knowledge but uh no it was mainly just getting raided realizing that was a function you could do and then taking the steps to then reach out to the people you raid or that have raided you make friends and then a big thing when i was just starting was like collaborating with other smaller creators and then comes the other social medias that come along with streaming like discord and twitter and things like that so see so taking all the steps necessary to have basically a constant way to talk to your audience so they don't forget about your stream mm -hmm. and things like that but no there was there was genuinely no plan or anything when i first started it's, it's something i was very much thrown into through other people's kindness and their raids and their like just popping into the stream and things like that do you, do you utilize the raid feature very much when you stream? Every time I stream. Every time I stream, I raid someone at the end. 
Okay. Um, regard because in my I've always said this, especially when I'm being raided. If it's um, a quote-unquote smaller raid, it doesn't matter because it is making that connection with that streamer, regardless of your view count. If it's one, two, three, or up to, upwards of two hundred or whatever, it mm -hmm. doesn't matter the size. It's the message of hi, I'm reaching out to you. Have a, have my little community. I hope you treat them well, and then it's it starts the ball rolling from there. I think that's a good point. That's a really good way to make connections, like especially if you wanted to say invite somebody onto a podcast um, about this game. You both like <laughs> absolutely, yeah. I I typically don't raid, but I think that I think that you're convincing me to start doing it. I the the version of OBS that I use definitely doesn't make it easy, but I'll I'll, I'll put more effort into it because I think that that I'd like to be able to do that. I'd like to be a little bit more communicative within twitch yeah, itself it's, it's just that social social element of streaming that again things like things that non-streaming platforms don't have like youtube you can't put a little thing well, yeah, i suppose you can put like annotations on the video to link it to somewhere else but they're not going to click that in the middle of your video right or at least you, you don't want I mean? them to oh yeah exactly you want to click through it to be pretty good um whereas at the end of a stream when you know you're finishing anyway and being able to take your viewership onto another stream that's like in the middle of streaming there's still plenty of time left is a feature that i think is underutilized by a lot of people especially when they're just starting I agree. Uh, but i get that it can be nerve-wracking if you've only got one two viewers like <laughs> oh, i don't want to bother someone because that's very much like that would have probably been me yeah oh, i don't really want to bother anybody you can't be don't be asked about that trust me it's just about making that connection that's a good point um what is uh okay so do you do you have any um we're coming we're we're coming we're nearing the end uh do you have any big plans for your twitch channel in the future uh definitely yeah um i've got a few ideas in the mix um that i've been trying to work around my current work schedule because i work evenings um which makes streaming a bit more difficult um, mm -hmm. my my normal streaming sort of schedule was half past seven till late in the uh, late in the evening um mm -hmm. and then I, I had a very similar idea to your podcast to be fair or your, your interviewing process oh it yeah was interviewing someone gathering questions not only that i made but from the community and then MGEing the person that I'm interviewing. And if they get a kill, they answer a community question. Or if I get a kill, I answer one of my questions. Um, uh, that's yeah. so something I would like to do to reach out. But otherwise, I just like to get involved in whatever the community is up to, like uh, charity Highlander events, like I was talking about Seasonalander, mm. or my friend Deputy Seven right now is doing a, um, a, a Highlander event just with a bunch of us friends from the TF2 community. Uh, I'm I'm very rarely an organizer of events, but I just love to be involved. I I feel that I I some people were bringing up to me like uh, uh, an MVM event for some sort of charity, and I was like, oh my god, dude, I would love to do that. Mm. I, I, I just haven't had like nobody's reached out to me and been like, hey, do you want to be a part of this? So I probably have to start reaching out myself and to do it. Um, that that idea for an interview you have i like it and mm. i would take it but unfortunately i wouldn't get to ask a single question because i'm not good at this game <laughs> <laughs> especially not it depends MG. Who you're playing against i suppose it depends who you're playing against i guess uh well that's that's that was my whole list of questions um 
do you uh, do you have any questions for me? I like to I like to end it off with you get you get one question. I to get ask. one you can, question. You can you can shoot the interviewer. Go ahead. And, sure. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I guess a big question I would have is, um, you're pretty new to the scene, from what I can gather. Mm. Um, what has given you that motivation to start reaching out to other content creators and start to chat to them in such an informal way? You seem very confident. Um, oh. You know. Well, uh, thank you. you. <laughs> yeah. Like I say, you build studios and things like that, so obviously you've got all the right equipment and everything. Um, sounds fantastic. The videos have good production quality. But why you. now are you motivated to start reaching out to people? What has changed in the last few months or years or whatever? Um, so it all. So I've had a YouTube channel. I've had a YouTube channel. Uh, it's, it's a Dawes playback now, but it used to be the edgy uh, Total Dark Ray. Um, nice. And way Pokemon back. Fans? Let's go. Yes. Oh, dude, I'm a huge Pokemon I, I fan. Just, I just bought Scarlet last night, and I don't know if I'm very impressed, but I'm going to play it anyway. Oh, no, you bought it? Okay. Yeah, I buy but, it. I buy every Pokemon game. This is this is a TF2 podcast. Mm -hmm. But let me go off on Pokemon a little bit. Just <laughs> yeah, a second. No, honestly, I would love to hear it. I'd love to hear it. I am not gonna buy another Pokemon game until it until the game works. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm, fair enough. I have like I've seen stuff about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet crashing on a native system. Like, mm -hmm. are you kidding me? It's Pokemon. It's Game Freak. They have so much. They're the biggest multimedia franchise that exists. They're rich as hell. They should be able to make a game that runs, right? I'm a big cynic about this because I used would, to love you would Pokemon. Think so. Yeah. Yeah. You would think so. I think I. Maybe maybe I'm just a boomer or whatever. I'm 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 in my early twenties. I'm I'm not, but I Pokemon wise. I think that Pokemon on Switch feels like you're a boomer. Honestly. I know, I know. Terrible. I have, I, I have a few people in my Discord that also stream, and they're like 16, and they're like, "Do you know what this means?" They like come up to me and they're like, "Do you, do you know it? Do you know what an L is?" I'm like, "Shut up! Of course I do. Come on, <laughs> I'm not old." Um, Lol, am I right? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Okay, <laughs> but but right. Pokemon fell off when it turned 3D. IMO. And like people will disagree with me. My, my girlfriend disagrees with me, but dude, black and white were some of the best Pokemon games ever. And then X and Y came out, and people were like, oh, Pokemon 3D? And it was bad. It was not mm -hmm. good. Sun and Moon, yeah. eh, maybe, but I don't know. At least with the new ones on Switch, they don't even work. So I'm definitely, I'll, I'll <laughs> the, play them. They're better than those ones, yeah. I'll play them, but I'm not going to go out of my way to go and get the game. I, I see where you're coming from there. Mm -hmm. um, but I do like the starters. Which which starter are you going for? I went for the duck. Um, Quaxley. <laughs> oh my, you're killing me. You're killing me. What do have you mean? You, have you seen the, the third evolution? Nope. I've, I avoided every single spoiler. Okay. I'm going into it completely blind. But his hair is fantastic, and he just has my personality, in my opinion. Yeah, so it, I was like, it this is, duck is fantastic. Mine. Okay, well, I'm fuck your duck. That's a, <laughs> you're, <laughs> the, it's okay. I I think that all three of them are kind of not great. The best one is the cat. I like Weed Cat. It's uh, yeah, very we, funny. Yeah. Weed um, and Sprigatito. I, Sprigatito. I think that the fire lizard lizard is fine. 
Um, but that duck, that that duck's yeah, yeah. third evolution. Yuck. Every single everyone I've told I, I've picked the duck has had the same reaction, and I'm kind of glad to be honest. <laughs> I can be the guy with the duck. Don't worry, no one else has to be. <laughs> what um, okay, so. When it, when it comes to spoilers, I don't know anything about the game either. But I do know one thing about the the duck. Do you care about hidden abilities? Hidden I'm ability not, spoiler? I'm not deeply into competitive, so you can tell me about okay. hidden ability. Yeah. He's got protein. The duck evolves into having protein. Which okay. is like the third water starter to have it in the last four gens or something like that. Okay. And what does it do? Protein is the one I'm... I, gosh, I wish I was more of a Pokemon fanatic. I'm pretty sure that when you use a move, your type will change to that move. Right, okay. So yeah, that yeah. it does stab damage. Mm-hmm. Stab damage as far as I know. Yeah. Um, which is like, whatever. But why... The, the third evolution looks like it should have a different thing. Like, it's a, it's a it looks fine enough. It's just like, I don't know. My main issues with the game are just it's performance. Yeah, performance. It, yeah, it being a game, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a playable game that you buy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Back before, uh, you you asked me about what's motivating me to do this now. Yeah. Um, I had a YouTube channel for a long time, and then it went out of com- like it just I just stopped using it for a while, and then COVID hit. And I thought, you know what? This is like the time <clears throat> I have this huge skill set. I just graduated college or I'm graduating college in like a couple of months. I started right before college ended. Thank you. Um, and I was like, you know what? Uh, now is the time to do it. And so I got my got on my computer, looked into Twitch, and I actually did do a lot of research before starting. I was like, OK, let's come right out of the gate with a really good UI like let's come right out of the gate with good commentary stuff like that and like I was in theater as a kid whatever so I know how to mm-hmm. talk to people and I know how to act kind of well not act but like be a be a presence that people like to look at yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then so that was going well face I pushed really hard at the beginning face it came around right at the beginning too so that was big that helped my my channel a lot even though did you did you know that that face it was adding uh viewer bots to yeah twitch streamers mm-hmm. with their category yeah they say it isn't viewer bots but it's something called embedded views so when yeah. someone had the face it client open they would automatically be added to your stream they were views that weren't counted towards partnership or even to any of your analytics yep. uh, and it was purely it made it a very unfair landscape on twitch and it's the reason why i personally decided to drop my affiliation with face it um, that's a good call i'm yeah. glad that i did too even though even though in my discord uh, server i still have like my face it friend link yeah, so well, i mean if you want to sure. if you want to add me as a friend on face it feel free but <laughs> i won't <laughs> accept it <laughs> it'll just be sat there you can know you can rest well knowing it's safe yeah um and so th- this show i I've wanted to like talk to people. The first person that I did this with, it was like it was Aperture Black. Um, big fan of Aperture B. Big fan of him. Yeah. Oh, you are good. good. Mate. He's good. He's mates, a super yeah. good dude. Um, mm-hmm. And 
just one day we were like hey do you want to like talk and record it for like four hours and i was like yeah let's do it um and then we talked about just whatever um and then yeah after that i was like oh i should put this on youtube and then i did and i'm a little embarrassed by it because it's some of the worst quality i've ever put out um it always like, is at the start right not yeah too much yeah and i think that it's i think that it's cute to look back and see how it's grown um and so with that then i was like okay i know some other people from face it let's talk to them so i talked to walk walk and then went into a hiatus for a little bit because i was moving around i moved to vegas for a summer um and i thought i was gonna live there for the rest of my life but then i came back to minnesota because um like this is where all my friends are and then yeah, just started streaming again um and this show i've had in the backlog right like i had those first ones with app and so i was like you know what i'll start it up again let's just go nuts and go tweet at Trazadel. Like, he's a small YouTuber, but I love his stuff, and he's really fun to look at. And when he accepted, I was, like, bouncing off the walls. I was so excited. And then I was like, okay, I I can do this. Now I'm just going to get progressively bigger and then talk to people. And the ultimate goal behind it is to make friends to play TF2 with, ultimately. It's kind of stupid, but, like tomorrow I'm playing or yeah tomorrow I'm playing MVM with Hintshot now I never nice. would have ever thought that I could have done that in the past and then tonight we're gonna or when you're streaming I'm gonna hop on that's so cool just right? a fun way to make connections it's genuinely my favorite part about doing the streaming thing <laughs> it's just meeting like-minded people or even non-like-minded people that you can get to know and uh, and just have this cool little social group um, I absolutely yeah it's it's got to be the best part of Twitch. I, I personally think it's the best part that came out of the the pandemic too, because yeah, that's yeah 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 where it came from. Um, well yeah, that's 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 my whole story, and that's all the questions that I got. I don't know. Is there is there anything else we can chuck at the wall and see if it sticks? You want to go I off on Pokemon too? We can do, but I need to use the bathroom. I'm really sorry. Can, I, I, I can, can I like go tell you what? Minutes, tell so you what. Back? Tell you what, let's 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 end the thing and let's tell people to go and catch us on your stream later. Give Sounds us. Are you, give are us, you uploading this today? Uh, no, but uh, it's okay. We'll enough, we'll just have to stream again when it goes up. Um, that's motivation if I ever heard any. That's right. Let's uh ping your uh, uh plug your socials quick. Sure. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at robjsh. Um, I'm live fairly consistently a few times a week. Uh, I've got a Discord uh, that you can join if I'm not live. That's just underneath the stream, and I announce when I'm going live every single time. I've got a Twitter at jsh underscore rob where you can kind of follow my day-to-day -day routines, my outfits, and my general thoughts on all things video game or non-video game related. And that's pretty much me. Uh, there you go. Yeah. That's Thank you very the... much for having me. Yeah, it's been a pleasure having you on. That has been this episode of A Night With. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to see one of your favorite creators on here, tweet at them, tweet at me, get in contact with them, get in contact, talk to one of us, comment down below, and we will do our best to make it happen. Thank you very much for listening to the show, and I will see you on the next episode.
very special thank you to my Patreon founders, Kamalo and Gibby the Gangoo. 